0: Hey everyone, what's up? Uh, This is Chad coming to you with another podcast. Uh, The big news uh, coming out of the WWE yesterday was the release of um, over, well, 40% of the staff. um, That includes wrestlers, producers, uh, trainers at the Performance Center um i assume you know hairstylists caterers you know every job you could probably think of in the WWE probably was affected by this um of course it's likely due to the you know coronavirus you know outbreak and uh not having the live event money coming in, uh, and then, of course, just the regular ticket sales, Raw Smackdown and pay-per-views. I will start by saying this. There's a difference, and and I've said this for for many months um, when people talk about AEW a lot, there's a difference between having money and making money. The WWE probably... Could have afforded to be paying these people and not work, but that money runs out. You know that billion dollars they got from Fox that runs out, and you know you have to make money in order to stay afloat. And uh, I think that's basically what a lot of these are. Um, but I'm going to go through the list here today uh, because I don't think they're all permanent. To be perfectly honest with you, I I don't think that we've seen the last of a lot of these guys in the WWE. Um, so you know, let's let's get to the list of the main roster. Uh, this is a list from ProWrestling.com, so um, it's about quarter after eight on, uh, April 16th. So, um, this list might not be updated. Um, there might be more releases coming. Um, let's start off Drake Maverick. Um, I think he's a 50, 50 to come back. Um, they have him in the, uh, cruiserweight tournament, so, you yeah, know, he's not a he's not as big of a um a part of the WWE as he was when he managed ALP. Um, uh, but I really think that um yeah. I, I have him as, as 50-50 uh just because I can I can see them come uh I can see them bringing him back. Of course, a lot of it, too, has to do with whether or not they want to come back. Um, you know, the the talent themselves, if they want to re-sign uh, with the WWE. Uh, also, with these, the main roster uh, uh, has... The main roster cuts came with a 90-day no-compete clause. NXT uh, cuts came with a 30-day no no-compete clause. Um so basically with the main roster we're we're not gonna see them anywhere until at least July anyway. Um and I Yeah, they you hear a few different things and you know, whether or not we'll be back to normal by then, probably not, but um I'll I'll get to that uh later in in this podcast. Kurt Hawkins, um I have, I have him as the fifty-fifty. I don't, you know. I could see them wanting to bring him back, but I don't know if he would want to come back. I, uh, you know, I think he was, from what I had read and what I had heard, he was he was pretty happy with where he was at. Um, you know, being you know with the losing streak and everything, and I don't know, you you know, you he might want to come back. So I'll put him at 50, 50 Carl Anderson and Luke Gallows. I'm almost certain will be coming back to the WWE. um, Just because mainly because of AJ Styles. And I don't think that the WWE would want to upset AJ. And I think AJ would want them to come back. So uh, Carl Anderson, Luke Gallows, I'm thinking will be back eventually. Um, and they may be back before they may be the first ones back to be perfectly honest with you, um, even before things you know get un, get back to quote unquote normal. EC3 is a, I think is a permanent uh, release. I just I don't see him wanting to come back. Um, I think he's been unhappy for a while. He hasn't been used at all. So um, unless it was back to NXT, signed back to NXT where he had a pretty decent run, um, I don't think he will be back. Um, Leo Rush, I think he will be back. Um, I don't, yeah, I don't know in what capacity. Um he was doing pretty well for himself down at NXT. Um but um uh, I just yeah, he's another one that's that's kind of a tough one to to think about, but um I think eventually he will be back. Uh Heath Slater I think will be back. Um you know, I, I think I, you know, he's another one I think he was one you never really heard complain. I never saw any ads or not ads, but um stories or anything about him complaining on Twitter or you know, Instagram or any of those. So I think he was he was fairly content. Um so I expect to see him back uh in a WWE ring uh soon. Uh Eric Young, I think, is done. You know, another one that wasn't really used a lot. Um, And he was one guy, you know, that I... And same with EC3, that I really wanted to see the WWE sign from uh, Impact. Um, But they haven't really done much with him. So I don't think... I think that'll be something that he won't want to come back. I I think for the most part, the WWE would be happy to have any one of these guys back. Uh, but it's it's more really up to the talent. So I don't think I don't think Eric Young is gonna come back. Eight in English, fifty fifty. Um he was uh you know, relegated to commentary duty uh after the whole Rusev Day uh thing died down. Uh so I mean if he can't compete or won't compete, I don't think he'll wanna come back, but um, like I said, 50-50. Eric Rowan, um, almost a positive he'll be back. Um, you know, he was one that, you know, I think they, they may have screwed up a little bit with the whole Spider thing, but, um, you know, they ultimately picked him over Harper. Um, you know, for a push, so I think eventually he'll be back. Epico and Primo Cologne, um, I'm almost positive there'll be a, a permanent release. Um, they didn't really seem, I mean, we haven't seen him for a while. Um, if anything, I think Primo might come back as a, as a uh, singles competitor, but uh, the tag team itself is done. Uh, I think that's a permanent release. Sarah Logan, I'm almost positive, will be back. Um, you know, her husband is still in the WWE as of right now, uh, but um, I think you know where they left her storyline. You know, being injured by Shayna Baszler on Raw. Um, you know, they could really do something with that one as a comeback. Um, I don't know if that was written in thinking that she would be released or if that was just written in to um you know get you know Baszler over more, but I'm almost positive she'll be back. Mike and Maria Canellis, um I I put them at fifty fifty. I could see them uh Mike I could see being done. Maria I don't know. She's had some really positive things to say about the WWE when uh, you know people were talking about Mike's uh, problems outside of the ring and their response to her getting pregnant. Uh, So she seemed really positive uh, with them. So um, I could maybe see her back, but I think Mike is done. As a permanent release, Zack Ryder, I think will be back. Um, you know, again, he may not have always been used the best, but I think a lot of his, a lot of the outside, the ring stuff that he did with, you know, Hawkins and all um, well, that, I think. I don't know if he was necessarily happy, but yeah, I think eventually Zach Ryder will wind up. Back in the WWE, no way Jose have a, as fifty-fifty. Um, his character really didn't take off uh, on the main roster. You know, uh, a gimmick change could help, but um, you know, I think he kind of went the way of Adam Rose. Where Adam Rose was big in, in NXT and um just didn't didn't uh, transfer over into the main roster. Uh, so I have him at fifty fifty. Uh, Rusev, uh, I think, will be back. Um, he was he was unhappy but i just i just see him coming back i don't i i don't know i i don't i don't really see him going anywhere else now the ones that i think that are coming back i also think they are going to you know put some sort of stipulation in for coming back and maybe that is you know getting a better push or or getting more opportunities um you know, depending on, you know, what they want it for. They may just be happy with getting money again, you know, so, um, you know, we'll see. Um, we'll see where that goes. Um, the producers, I think all will be back, uh, just, just for the simple fact that there's not quite as much, um, uh, there's not quite as much to produce right now. I mean, you don't have the live events. You don't, you know, I mean, you you do have Raw and SmackDown, but, um, you know, and, and they're being furloughed. So, you know, I expect all of them back. Uh, You know, Billy Kidman, Mike Rotunda, Fit Finley, uh, you know, Shane Helms, Lance Storm, Kurt Angle, all brilliant wrestling minds so the WWE would be foolish not to bring them back. Um so you know Scott Armstrong too. Um so I mean, you know, they would be they would be pretty foolish. And then uh you know Pat Buck, uh Sean Devari and and Sarah Stock. I don't know much about I, I obviously don't know who Sean Devari is um, Sarah Stock is the one that I get, is writing the or had been producing the Mandy and Otis storyline, so I see her eventually back. So all the producers I think will eventually be back, um, and it and it may come in waves. You know they might not hire them all back at the same time, but um, I, I do think you know they'll be back uh, for NXT. Deanna Perazzo, I think, will be back uh, just because she's been featured frequently. Um, MJ Jenkins, Dan uh, Matha, and Alexander Jacksix, I have no clue. So I'm going to say those are all 50-50. Uh, for the trainers in the Performance Center, uh, Kendo, Kashin, Serena Deeb, and Ace Steel. Uh, those were the three that I have down. Um, I think those will probably be back once you know things get back to normal. Um, here's the thing, with all these releases, everybody, you know, I've been seeing a lot of oh, they're going to go to AEW. But here's the thing, everybody is hurting right now. Like, You know, AEW is not making, is probably not making the same amount of money as they had been. You know, they're not, they also are not, uh, having, you know, ticket sales. I don't think they run any live events, so they don't have to really worry about that. But, you know, they're not, they're not getting any ticket sales from, um, you know, are, are for Dynamite. They already have their contract in place. You know, they're still getting their ad revenue and whatever, just like WWE. They're a little bit smaller. of They're a smaller company right now. Um, and again, though, it goes back to when AEW first started. You know, you had people saying, oh, the cons have more money than than Vince McMahon. They could buy out Vince McMahon if they wanted to. And, and maybe that's, a, that's true. But again, you... Having money and making money are two different things. And right now, the cons also have to worry about the Jacksonville Jaguars not... You know, they're potentially not being an NFL season or an NFL season without fans in the stands. Which... That's going to be the same thing, you know. They're not going to be making money. So, and a lot of those contracts for the Jaguars probably cost more than the the contracts for AEW. And I hate to tell you, to me, I I see the Jaguars being priority for the Con family. I'm just I, I'm just gonna put that out there. I don't see AEW being a a priority. You know, it is to the certain to the degree that you know probably when it's making money or when you know they have you know whatever. But you know, the Jaguars probably make them a lot more money, and they're not even. I think they're. I read they're 18 in the NFL, and in, uh, profitability, I still think they make the Khan family a lot more money. So, um, it's gonna be one of those things that, you yeah, know, they're gonna go as long as they can, but I don't see them spending a lot. The revival is one thing. The, I, I think the revival, um, or the revolt as they're, uh, Possibly being called now. I could see them going, but I don't really necessarily see them picking up a lot of these WWE guys. And with the 90 day no compete clause, you know, that, you know, pushes us, like I said, pushes us into the end of July. And where will we be at by then? Will things be better? Will things be worse? So, you know, certainly I don't think that AEW will have more money then they will probably still be losing money. Um, So I don't see them spending a lot on any of these guys. Second to that is they've only been around officially for six months. You know, around six months. They haven't been able to really establish their own roster and what they have Now, so they bring in a bunch of guys. Unless they plan to extend Dynamite or have a second show, which there have been rumors that you know they were planning a second show. Right now, there's only a max of what three hours? Because I think Dark is an hour. That's not a lot of not a lot of um not a lot of time to fit everybody in the WWE has had that problem for years and they have you know 7 hours of programming a week and they still have you know problems you know fitting everybody in so i don't see how people think that everybody can go to AEW and you know be well off and be better and be you know pushed to the top because Jericho um you know Jericho Moxley Cody those are the three guys uh you know Kenny Omega the young bucks those are all guys that are taking up time on TV and and I'm not saying they should be those are the headliners those are the guys that that should be getting the the TV time but you know, you don't really necessarily have time for everybody else. So, I uh, I don't think that that AEW is the answer for a lot of these guys. I don't think New Japan or Ring of Honor or Impact either, because like I said, everybody is hurting right now. This is not just the WWE thing. This might be only uh, this might be a WWE thing with all the releases. You know, you're not going to necessarily see AEW releasing a lot of talent. You're not going to see Impact releasing a lot of talent. You're not going to see Ring of Honor releasing a lot of talent. But I don't really think you're going to see any of those promotions bringing in a bunch of guys either. So that's what leads me to believe that a lot of, not a lot, and maybe half of the re- the releases for the WWE will eventually be back in the WWE now it may have even been a situation where the WWE was just over the limit of employees for some kind of assistance or you know something and you know they they cut some talent and then they'll eventually bring it back so you know this isn't just a, a in the in the grand scheme of things this is, isn't just a WWE thing companies across the country are, are laying people off are furloughing them the the yeah you know, the unemployment rate is, is is really high right now and it's a scary time for a lot of people i think eventually it will get better maybe not by July. But I think it eventually will get better. And I think, like I said, most of those guys on that list, guys and girls on that list, will eventually be back. Um, but I also wouldn't be surprised if they put stipulations in that they want a better, better deal, basically. So... I mean that'll definitely be something that you know to, you know that we'll be keeping an eye on. Um, like I said, you know releases happen. You know a lot of times post WrestleMania cuts are the deepest of the year. Um, but you know we'll we'll see where everything goes. I don't. Another thing you know is is I think that the WWE going forward might be smarter with their money and not be signing so many people, um, going forward. But, um, again, we'll see how that goes. Uh, you know, we're, uh, that'll be something we'll keep an eye on. Um, the other sad news from today, and I don't mean to necessarily bury this, but, um, the sad news of today, is that the longtime uh ring announcer Howard Finkel passed away uh you know the Fink if you're a WWE fan particularly from the 80s and 90s I mean he was i think in a lot of ways Howard Finkel was more of a voice of the WWE than Jim Ross or Vince McMahon or you know any of the the color com- or the you know play by play uh or color commentators um yeah you know, he was he was you know the WWE and you hear so many people uh in the wrestling business even back when um I just watched a video uh from the Survivor series I'm not exact it was it was when the it was right before WrestleMania 27 because it was when uh Rock and uh, Cena tagged um, against Miz in Our Truth, um, but where CM Punk used Howard Finkel as his personal ring announcer against Alberto Del Rio, and Booker T said that he knew he made it, or he couldn't wait for uh, Howard Finkel to to call his name. And a lot of guys have said that they knew they made it when Howard Finkel announced their name and um, you know I I never had the opportunity to meet him but he seemed like a really cool guy um, really down to earth and and certainly um, the WWE family will miss him Um, that is a big loss for them um, that he was a a big part of the WWE for many years Um, Yeah, he Appeared on what the first thirty some odd WrestleManias, um, you know he had an appearance. Um, you know that's that's a streak that that dwarfs even the the Undertaker, and I don't think anybody will be able to do that. So you know he was just a huge, huge part. One of the best. He was for me the best professional wrestling ring announcer and certainly one of the best ring announcers in combat sports. I mean, I honestly, you know, would put him up there with, you know, Michael Buffer and, um, well, both buffers. Um, and, uh, you know, certainly, um, you know, he will be, he will be missed. Um, so definitely a sad day. Sad day yesterday for the WWE because of all, all of the cuts. Sad day today for uh the loss of Howard Finkel. Hopefully tomorrow will bring better news, but um you know, from the sounds of it, the main roster cuts are done. There might be some more from NXT, but um for the most part I think the it sounds like the main roster cuts are are done. So uh, we shouldn't have too much more bad news there. Um, but um, you know, again, we'll have to have to wait and see. Uh, that that's it for uh, today's episode. Um, you know, thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time.